Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Taylor Wilde. Welcome back to Wild On Season 3, the podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wonderful, wild world of wrestling. On Wednesdays. Today's guests, yes, I said guests, plural, are both on a different level of creativeness in this universe. First up, we have Scottish professional wrestler, sister witch and friend, WWE's Dewdrop. Then after the break, we will find out why Dewdrop and I are so dedicated to the great feminine divine, the use of positive manifestation, crystals and tarot card. We get to talk with Michelle Sanctuary, a tarot card reader and psychic medium and fast friend of mine. Kimberly Benson was born on May the 6th, 1991. She is a Scottish professional wrestler better known by the ring name Piper Nevin. She is currently signed to WWE where she performs on the Raw brand. She's a sister wrestler and a baby witch on her own journey with spirituality. Ladies and gentlemen, my girl, Dewdrop. Well, everyone needs to know that we this is this is Dewdrop Taylor Wild 2.0 episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you were literally driving across the country mm-hmm. with your whole life and your dog that you literally had like paperwork for your dog was much harder than your work visa and green card I oh yeah trying to get the dog into it wasn't even it wasn't even the 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 actual paperwork the paperwork was fine it was just the logistics of trying to move a large breed dog across the ocean there was just genuinely no way to do it other than this way and honestly it all came together with some faith and trust in pixie dust that was it like it it was just looking at this guy and going please god get her to me um and it luckily everything alight hello i knew you'd show up i knew it i knew it come on come and say hello come and say hello hi come on bye animals and children are always welcome on the wild on this is twix this one's Twix. Hi, Twix. Oh, look at her. Is it boy or girl? Little boy. Two little boys I've got. Oh, and Matilda's paws. Matilda's my baby girl. Right, go on in. Um, Kaylee Ray stays just down the street from me, and they have a dog, Zane, and they're best friends, much like um, me and Kaylee Ray are, and they, they play together, and they roughhouse, and they cuddle. And they're just like us. Oh, <laughs> so beautiful. She she honestly she loves it so much and she loves the she loves the patio and she loves to go meet the neighbours and she loves she loves her cat brothers and they love her. Don't you? Yeah. When we spoke last time, not only were you hustling your dog across seas, oceans, lakes, but you had just gotten married. Yes. <laughs> so because of the, the, the travel ban and everything, like when I moved to Raw I had like three weeks notice to move country and I was like okay um me and my husband who's my f- who was my fiance at the time we weren't married um but we had planned to get married but obviously covid kind of ruined that for a lot of people um and I said oh um will it be okay can can my fiance um come out um 
and, and live with me still and at the time um, the offers were like oh yeah 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 that'll be fine no problem and then as soon as I got into America the person that I spoke to who actually deals with it was like no 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 you have to be married and I was like how am I going to see my husband again and they were like <laughs> I was like oh, okay so there's six six months we didn't see each other I had warned Kaylee Ray of this situation I said hey you guys have to get married now um, and she pl- planned a wedding in four weeks and so that she didn't have the same situation. Then as soon as I heard that people from the US could travel to the yes. UK and not have to quarantine, I said, so in theory, does that mean I could leave after Raw, go home, <laughs> get married and come back? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, okay, so that's what I'm going to do. And literally left Raw, Miami, Monday night, got on a flight Tuesday, and went home, like however long it takes to get home, um, got married on Friday, um, had a day together and left Sunday so that I'd be in Raw in Boston on the Monday and then like we had two weeks after that to get everything sorted out um, for the dog because that now that now that we were married that meant that Stephen could come into the country. Right. There was my husband and seven other people with their dogs and cats <laughs> and like this because it was the only way that we could we could get our our pets across the ocean. It's not like this is a regular thing that that's scheduled. It was one person who knew how to do it out of the goodness of their hearts helping other people in this dire situation um, helping to go be the broker between the people that needed the flight and the private jet company who would allow pets on and um, yeah like thank god for her because if, if not then I really don't know what would have done the only other option would have been to put her on the Queen Mary which is a cruise from Southampton to New York that takes two weeks and the kennels are full for two years wow yeah, so it literally everything just aligned at the right time for us. It was I'm not gonna lie. I said a lot of prayers. I made a lot of offerings and <laughs> lit a lot of candles and held on to a lot of crystals, and we got there. I was gonna say though, it's not about all the stars aligning. Like you are a true testament to the power of manifestation, positive thinking. Absolutely you've had a real spiritual awakening and you've been on a spiritual journey really in the past year two years mm-hmm. I, I would say i'm a completely different person for it as well just I, I look at life so differently and i'm so happy for it and things like the less you do the more you manifest the more abundance sets attracted and it's really just it's changing your mindset it sounds yep. so woo woo and people you know they want to turn their nose up at all this new age stuff with crystals and offerings and lighting candles but i think you know what even if there's like an iota of magic in there and it's really just like psychology and you know having a positive mind frame i'll take it i think it's the old saying where there's a will there's a way and if you if you genuinely want something in your heart of hearts and it, it's what you genuinely desire, you will find a way. And it's about holding things with an open hand. You know, don't hold on to it so tightly that you are blinded from the other opportunities that might spring up because things aren't always A to B. They're A, B, C, X, Y, Z. Seven. Absolutely, I feel it. So I've just realised he might be um, smothering the the mic with his with his purrs. I don't hear it, so fingers crossed. <laughs> He's like a little more big going off. He goes. 
we'll be sending this to the sound engineer. Um, there's this like faint purring over the flat. There's the sound of an engine. We don't know where it's coming from. Either that, or we'll sell this as like um, what is it? Uh, ASMR. Yay! Yeah. Do you know genuinely they do kind of the two of them they they do help me get to so Twix a bit less so because like they're, they're fairly new to my life. Um, and Twix still gets really excited about cuddling bed. So he gets so excited about cuddling in bed that he does like roly polies all over me. <laughs> and so when cute. you when you're trying to sleep and it's boof, you're like, right, okay. <laughs> Sit yeah. <laughs> but listening to the two of them go <laughs> and then Matilda on the floor go <laughs> It's uh, it's very soothing. It is very soothing. Who needs ocean noises or white noise when you have that? When you've got this menagerie going on. <laughs> I really hung on to the fact that you had changed your thinking when you were in NXT and you literally told yourself, yep. next week I'm going to Raw or I'm just training to go to Raw or I just... what." What inspired you? Because you know what? There is. I just started doing that. I just started a manifestation journal. My girlfriend actually bought me the journal right after we spoke. And I thought, God, divine intervention is so weird because I was just about to make this change. And here comes this book that I really needed. There we go. But Little synchronicities. Totally. And what was it in you? What was your inspiration? What, what was that moment where you're like, I just have to believe that this is what's going to happen because that's a hard thing to get into. It is, and you know, like I started these classes um with a with a life coach her named Erica Faye. She's amazing. It actually started when COVID had just kind of started to hit really bad, and it was to the point where we weren't going to the PC anymore and stuff. So NXT UK, we're like, okay, well, we're gonna get some online classes for you guys, um, so that you know we're we're all keeping busy and keeping ourselves going and keeping positive. Right. And one of the classes was these life coach classes. And when we started off, I'm I'm always slightly skeptical, skeptical but cautiously optimistic. Yes, I'm always like, ah, I'll give it a bash, yeah. you know. <laughs> and a lot of what Erica's saying in this, it all started with, I could wave a magic wand, and suddenly it's three years from now, and you bump into me at an airport, and every single thing in your life has worked out just the way you want it. Tell me about your life. And you know, you take as long as you need. You sit and you write out everything. How does your life look? Where do you live? What do you do? Um, what's your health, time and money, freedom, all this stuff? And this was all like the basis of it. And it was all about okay, this is your vision. We are not working to get to the vision. You need to come from the vision. It's already yours, and you don't need to know how. The how is not up to you. How is up to the universe. You just need to believe and take positive action steps towards it. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm a millionaire and I'm going to do that by sitting on my bum. Because yeah. universe is going to be like, I very good. Yeah, yeah. Come on, get the fuck. <laughs> you don't have to know the, 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 the how because sometimes when you're focused too much on one thing, you're blocking Truth. the universe's other paths for you and other opportunities. Keeping it with a, a an open palm and just trust and just keep working towards it. And I do think a lot of it is like, if it's not coming, then sometimes you do have to say, you know what, maybe this isn't for my greatest good. Yes. And then that, I think that's how I deal with like, you know, negativity or, or setbacks as some people might think. So, well, do you know what? Maybe it's not for me right now or maybe maybe there's another path for me. But to start doing that work with her absolutely transformed my life and it just made me realise like, there's no need to be so 
like negative it made me so so grateful for everything that i have and like and i really think i really think that's everything this is everything should start with gratitude when you wake up in the morning you should be so grateful that you've spirit has has given you another day a brand new never before lived day and like everything that you have i have a husband that loves me i have an amazing beautiful stepdaughter and we have such an amazing relationship i have this amazing life in florida i have a healthy family and beautiful wonderful animals and really that like i'm not a, a big things yeah i like yeah. i honestly wouldn't mind if i didn't have two pennies to rub together as long as me and my family are happy yeah. and healthy Bless. yeah i think just like being in gratitude massively changes your life i think so too leading with gratitude and it's it seems like such the obvious answer but all of us struggle so much to lead with yeah. gratitude yeah and i think it's because like you know when you have something good but you have something good all the time mm. it becomes normal true you know what I mean? it's not good anymore true um so you do i think it's just you're gonna fall off the bed <laughs> um, he's doing the role of thing because he's all excited he's getting he's pets so uh, he's like oh god damn i love it mama um but yeah you do like it, you know it, it'd be like oh if you have steak every day like the first couple of days you're like oh my god steak but after a week you're like oh steak <laughs> <laughs> you know it's kind of like that but you yeah. just have to like mentally check like no this my life is absolutely incredible and i'm so grateful for everything i have and everything that's coming yeah and you made a really good point is people try to get on this journey of manifestation and positive thinking and the law of attraction and they don't get instant results and they think mm. well this doesn't work but that's just not your path or it's just not your time or like you just have to trust that the universe has yeah. your back and sometimes I think the gift is the person that you become in the process. Like I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm much different, much more. I, I always try to be dead happy and nurturing before, but I think so much more now. Like it's just, honestly, nothing can rock me. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm just so like, oh, it is what it is, and we'll take it from there. I love it. Now, did you get into crystals and kind of the more like witchcraft stuff after this? So this like yes. piggybacked it. Yeah, it did. This is what inspired my, my witchy journey because, <laughs> you know, as I, as I got more into these classes with Erica and, and they're my voodoo chips, leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I started to like read up a bit more online and then it, the, the more about spirit came up yeah. and then you know like I, I don't knock anybody that, that, that follows any particular re- ah no these are my earphones <laughs> any particular religion um I don't I don't dig organized religion yep. um I prefer open spirituality yeah but when I was reading up about things a lot of, of witchcraft came up yep. and I was like oh, okay no I can I can get into this yep. and it's gonna th- th- stop it's gonna sound daft but like a lot of stuff that came up didn't feel like i was learning anything new it felt like i was remembering something from before mm, yes girl right right and like and, and i just thought hey um well law of attraction and, and and manifesting and being a person of increase has worked famously well for me so far so why don't we like what's the harm you know what i mean no like there, there is none there is no harm like, if you want to spend your money on fancy shoes or fast cars whatever i like rocks okay <laughs> <laughs> really pretty rocks like don't undermine like, like, them yeah look i've got this nice Ooh. citrine citrine um tiara majigger I, I, I just that. use it as a nice headband i almost always carry citrine and a oh. obsidian 
as well. Oh, so one for success and one, one for some protection. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and just like the more like I've looked into it, like I'm just like, oh, do you know what? This is for me. This is something I can get behind. Yeah, I think for you though, citrine speaks really true because I think you are probably one of the most authentic people I've ever met. And the oh, fact you. that you're attracted to citrine, that just makes so much sense. Right. It just there's something about it. I'm just like, oh, this is pretty. Yes, this is <laughs> yeah, I'm very attracted to like moonstone and angel auras and anything that's like really sparkly and like rainbowy. And I'm someone that always wears black. So to be attracted to these yeah. sparkly things kind of throws me for a loop. And lo and behold, I've really come to realize all these things with moonology and how important they are to my life. Like I was born on a full moon and oh, wow. yeah, and I was like, oh, that makes so much sense now. <laughs> and and people that are born on a full moon um, are really attracted to being performers and yeah. artists and creatives and, and that's then... so interesting. I'm going to have to find out where the moon was at when I was born. I know my way and my way and what time but i don't know where the moon was at so i'm gonna have to check that yes out. and and there is a very then i didn't think of it i don't even know why i looked it up but you can literally put your day of birth year whatever and it will tell you exactly what the moon was doing that day and it fantastic so rings true and then um as far as like the angel auras go those are like really like psychic stones and helping you connect to spirit yeah and i've had this really big shift in energy personally where i'm like I'm realizing so much a lot of the things I carry within myself be it like anger what I thought was generational trauma I'm like this isn't all mine <laughs> I didn't act I didn't actually bring this all here like this this there's more here like I'm not sure if you if you've gotten into it yet but looking into like your lineage and maybe your past lives like you said yes oh this feels like this is not my first time here it's yeah I get that a lot I have like um sometimes I'll just be like so to a point even me me and some friends call it my spook where I'll just like (laughs) know if something's about yeah. to happen or I'll say oh I think this is gonna be like this and then it turns out it's like this and then sometimes I'll just have a moment where we're out and I'll go oh we've been here before and they're like what are you talking about like I've just seen this never mind carry on yes but apparently my mum's mum used to say all the time that um oh like uh, like we were witches and then and that's my gift to you and then your daughter will have it and stuff like that so I think that's why I just feel like I'm remembering something from before. That's so exciting. <laughs> At the time, I remember when I first heard that, I was like, okay, very good. But now I'm like, no, do you know what? Yes, yes. And you were just <laughs> carrying on your, your family's gifts. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so what's your favorite crystal? I think it really depends. I would say maybe my citrine. I've got I've yeah. got a few little citrines about. I love my obsidian just because I just think it's always good to have some protection on you. I agree. I love my tiger's eye. Very, very earthy, I've noticed. Okay. But that makes sense for me being a Taurus. Right. Oh, you're a Taurus. Okay. So I've had to move them for the moment because um, <laughs> the cat's favourite game at four in the morning is play with mommy's crystals. <laughs> it's basically a cat, like dream oh i'll knock that they they totally are so i'm I'm missing a couple at the moment i'm sure i'll find them around the house eventually they ran (laughs) off i had a lovely little um flower a gat heart 
and I had a little um, ruby fluorite. Oh, nice. Um, fuchsite, ruby yeah. fuchsite. And that, that one gives me wild dreams. It's like, it's it's weird. Like, it's so people who are watching this are going to think I'm absolutely mental. No. Nope. It's fine. I don't care. Nope. We're, <laughs> we're in this together. I thought that, you know what? I was like, I'm not beating around the bush anymore. I'm just yeah, going like, to, like, you don't like it. And I have to listen to it. It's just, just let your witchy flag out. Who yeah, cares? that's it. This is a witch We're podcast, and it's also about wrestling, and it's yeah. somehow merging together. So, tell me about the dream. So, sometimes with my crystals, I want to take one of them and go, "Oh, lovely little crystal, please accompany me in my dreams tonight." And I do notice with it, like if you do it consistently, and you yep. take like a little journal and notice there is a theme. Mm. And I notice with this ruby fuchsia. I would have wild dreams in which I should be terrified. Like, I remember one of them was, like, an old, dilapidated kind of building, like, like uh, apartments, and it was filled to the brim with scary zombies. Now, I don't know if a lot of people know this. I'm not a very good horror person. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Good to know. <laughs> I get scared from... So it's mostly I hate jump scares, right? I absolutely can't stand okay. jump scares. I think they're cheap and nasty, and they're not very clever at all. That's understandable. Um, but they, they absolutely get me. <laughs> so with anything with zombies and things that go, <laughs> um, and in this dream was filled with zombies and scary things and ah coming to get me. But I was just like, that's nice, cool. You face hanging off. You should deal with that. Um, and uh, like, and then I noticed like a couple more dreams I had where I was in a a scary situation, but was very calm and serene. And I was like, oh, this is strange. This the this is a very particular um theme that keeps happening anytime I ask that crystal to um join me. And that after about the third or fourth time, I stopped asking. <laughs> it's funny that you started talking about like you know you, there's all the clairs there's like clair audience there's clair whatever um but i'm much like you or it's like you go off a gut instinct and i've only recently started to get a little bit of clair audience where like i can literally ask a question and get a ringing in one of my two ears mm. yeah but my dreams have always been vivid and i just thought it was because i've been in i was always an active sleeper i slept walk when i was a kid I, you know, I'm just a busy person in my head and I just chalked it up to your hyper, you have vivid dreams. And then I was like, I'm going to start writing my dreams down because I feel like there's more. And then lo and behold, I was having the same dreams or the same visions as my girlfriend, Chrissy Vane, who I was in developmental with. She's oh, like wow. a medium. And we were oh, like, wow. oh, and it was, oh, I love that connections. It, oh my god! But it was about women that we both knew that needed help. That were, were oh, wow. yeah. And we approached this person, and she's having a hard time. And I'm not gonna say anything because, like, I don't, I don't want to put the juju out there until she's ready. Neither myself nor Chrissy have ever worked with her. I had a dream about her. Chrissy's angels kept coming to her and like wouldn't leave her alone. And then Chrissy reached out to me and said, hey, is this girl okay? And I was like, I just had a dream about her. And we reached out and took a few weeks. But she's like, I'd really like to talk to you guys. And maybe we can, I don't know. We may, She may- needs some sage and a feather 
and an albacore shell and absolutely some a little palo santo intentions <laughs> yes absolutely I, lo- I love to see when I, when I feel like those bad juju hanging around i love to to see my house but get the fuck yeah, yeah. out of my house they're not welcome here. And I, my neighbours must honestly think I'm the most crazy, but they have seen me doing laps around my house. I've seen them out walking with oh. the dog, and I'm just like, evening. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who are you? They must think me and Stephen are when I tell them, get the fuck out of this house and take a shit. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. I just wanted to tell you you're not alone because <laughs> i live in the basement apartment of my my sister and my brother-in-law because i'm going through you know i'm on my divorce and i'm so happy here because my niece is upstairs my sister my brother-in-law and we have our own entrances and everything but anyways when i first moved in i don't know how much my sister told steve but i'm sure it came up like my sister's you know she's different she's, she's like a little bit into witchcraft and like whatever but I was saging the basement apartment and Steve was in the shower. My brother-in-law, another Steve, good guy, I guess because of the moisture and the humidity, it like pulled the sage out through the vents and he was like, came up, someone's burnt Christmas dinner. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. And he is Italian, Italian and grew up in the Catholic church and was just like, it smells like a priest is burning downstairs. Like... <laughs> bless him like he's got the best personality he tied my niece's like bottle to a string and was like doing the priest like <laughs> thing with sage walking around my apartment oh hello have you come to say hello now <gasps> hi <This is> matilda. <gasps> look at say that hello, matilda. big beautiful say baby hi hi hey. matilda you international traveler oh She's she, she's racked up the mound. She sure has. She's came out a lot of places with me. How old is Matilda now? A year and a half. Oh wow. So she's still a baby. She's, she's a, baby. Still a baby. She's got a whole she's, life yeah. ahead of her. She's the best baby ever. And um, she's honestly just like I know everybody says their dog is the best dog, but I'm fairly confident my dog is genuinely the best dog in the world. She's just a massive cannonball of love. <laughs> All she ever, all she wants to do is is love and be a good girl. Oh. That's it. That's it. That's it. She cannot stand the possibility, even the thought of being um, a bad girl. Like it's, oh. even when when we're watching the football, and we go, oh for God's sake! She goes, oh no, what did I do? <laughs> and we have to go, no, it's not you. And we, we've got these kittens running around, and we're so like, yes, you, you, yes, you. <laughs> um, when we try to tell them off, and she's like, "Oh no, I didn't do it. I'm sorry." She's and just cowering. Yeah, when when they are up to bad stuff, and she knows they're about to be in trouble, I can tell because of her. Like when I see her face, and she's all, "Oh," and I'm like, "What are they doing? What are they doing? I know they're doing something because Aww. you're giving it away." <laughs> the cats rule the roost. What can I say? They absolutely do. They're they're two little maniacs, but I just love them so much. I can't believe how well they've just they've only not even been here two months. Just meant to be. Did you have cats in Scotland? So when me and my husband got together, he had Molly, who he adopted when she was eight, and um, she lived to be 23. 23? 23, and she was just, oh, my little lady. So there's many reasons why we know we're supposed to be together. We've known it. <laughs> Shut up. Hi, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're I honestly thought you were talking to me there. No, no, I'm talking about, talking about Molly. Who? Molly. Who's that? Your cat. The cat. Your cat. The one that you had for twenty three years. Uh, okay. The one, the one that's in the box up on the. That's my mother. You disrespectful <laughs> bastard. 
So, we, there's many reasons we've lived together. We've known each other for nine years and just kept crossing yeah. paths and stuff. And um, then when we got together, like um, a lot of Stephen's um, ladies before me never got on oh. with Molly, um, but mostly because they were awful. <laughs> Um, but and, uh, Wally was my little lady. Like as soon as we got to know each other, she'd come and she. If I fell asleep on the couch, she'd come. There's this really funny Aww. photo I've got where she's like lying on me, protecting me. But then she also has like her paw <laughs> on my head, like <laughs> like this is my mummy. There's many other like it, but this one is oh mine. Oh my god, she claimed you. <laughs> she did. No, she was she was my little lady. But no, I, 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 good twenty, and wasn't even like you know, hanging bits hanging off twenty three. No, she was perfectly bright and bushy-tailed until and then just sadly wow. went downhill over a couple of days and uh but we both think um who you lost my uh, the playstation controller i found and, and lost it again um i had an old dog cindy um who was alive when me and stephen got together and, and i feel like she kind of went oh right okay you've got somebody good to look after you now right i'm away see you later bye and we feel the same thing once molly was like oh no you find your person now i, I, I can I can leave. See you later. That's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Our little, our little familiars. Don't you look back on a big We should talk a little bit about it. I guess so. Yeah, why not? Baby. <laughs> raw. It's pretty awesome. You like raw? I love it. Is it going okay? It's, honestly, it's great. I'm yeah. having the best time. I really, really love it. Are like, you? It gets stressful because... Yeah. It's very manic. There is... Everything changes. Like, don't get too comfortable on any one thing because it's going to change six times before the show's on. Ah. But you need to have this is like, okay cool and just go with the flow and just roll with the punches and just keep it moving and don't like don't have constriction with it because if you have constriction you're just going to get more constriction and it's just going to do this you just have to be like okay cool and just keep it rolling and also like don't be upset by anything because it's not personal <laughs> like girl you just I think a lot the of people there Right, I think a lot of people get upset about things that's happening. It's like, like remit, this is a TV show. Yep. <laughs> you're, a, you're a character on a TV show, yep. and sometimes characters on TV shows have to be embarrassed. It's, it's not real. It's, it's just, if you want to be upset and, 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 you know, go outside and have a real fight, you can talk about it, I'm pretty sure you're going to lose. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It is what it is. We're, we put on spark, sparkly underwear and pretend to fight. Stop being so serious. Oh, my God. <laughs> One day you're going to win. The next day I might win. And, you know, at the end of the day, get the same paycheck. So What's the problem? Exactly. It's not important. Exactly. Just have fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. And the thing is, like, it is, it is difficult and it can be stressful. Oh, so gosh, yeah. don't make it... Don't make it more so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is stressful. Like, you're working for the biggest wrestling company in the world. <laughs> you know, I'm sure even in the past, like, two weeks, there was probably even more stress than normal because friggin' everybody was on the chopping block. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> we live to die another you, day. You made it. Good. <laughs> but, Christ, you know, like, you you, you can never get comfortable. That's yeah, the one exactly. downside, I will say. You can, you can never be comfortable, but you also have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable if that makes yeah. any sense if you want to not have constant anxiety attacks yes yeah exactly exactly you, you just have to take everything like it is what it is and whatever i get i'll make it work to the best of my ability 
and we're here for a good time, not a long time. So let's just <laughs> try and make and it the best that it can be. You've been having some seriously high profile matches. So let's just talk and give up to spirit. Thank you for positive manifestation. Thank you for giving it to my girl, Dewdrop. Girl, you were killing it. Do you want to know what? So here's another manifestation works situation. So I knew on Sunday, coming into Monday, I was having a match with Bianca. And the whole segment was supposed to be five minutes. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, well, do you know what? It is what it is. I'm going to make it the best five minutes that I can. Yep. And told the told the universe that morning I was having it. I had my citrine in this boob, my obsidian <laughs> in this boob. And I was like, this, this match is going to be the best match that I've had. And I'm going to blow Vince's mind and he's going to love it, blah, 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 blah. And then get to the venue and we're not here like things haven't been finished up and time's going on and blah 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 blah. yeah and things aren't fully finalized and then it's like maybe six o'clock or something it's like hey um you know how you had five minutes well it's changed and now you have three segments and i was like what like okay um and at first i was like panic 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 we've got an hour till the show starts i'm not even in gear Ah, and, and at first I've, I've seen it as a problem yeah and I was like oh my god what are we going to do we need to change so much stuff panic 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 and then I was like no do you know what I asked for this I asked yep. for this and now this is my opportunity to, yeah. to 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 have a really great match and have the best match that I can have and, and, and lo and behold as soon as I changed my mindset about it we went out there had an absolute banger it was great I loved it and um, boss man was very pleased. So, good, good, well done. All about mindset. Well done. Well, I'm not going to keep you for much longer because you have a crazy life, and I like I I'm so excited that we got to speak again. Yeah, it was also honestly any day of the week that you want to chat, just give me a buzz. Please and same. Fantastic. Let's do my top ten tailor made questions before I let you go. Yes. Okay. Name a beauty product you cannot live without. Jade or rose quartz rollers. I think they're fantastic. When I had Bell's palsy, they really helped um, my face muscles um, like decramp and not be as rigid and sore. And I think it really helps cystic acne. Interesting. Really, really th- believe that it helps cystic acne. Because I've heard all these like reviews, you know, there's like, I think the parties are split. They're like, yes, it's the best thing since sliced bread. And then no, it doesn't do anything. But if you've noticed a difference for, for me personally, yeah. chronic illness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Sometimes I think, oh, is it maybe just a coincidence? And then I stop doing it and then they start popping yeah. up again. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This definitely works for me. Get rolling. Rose and jade rollers. I'm going to get on Amazon after this. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite exercise? <laughs> watching tv no um anything that, that doesn't make me think i'm doing exercise so as long as i'm having fun while i'm doing it like i love swimming like i love going out and like nice. playing football or i love roughhousing and wrestling to be totally <laughs> honest and like silly, silly yeah. red rover all that stuff <laughs> running about the house getting my dog to chase me all that stuff <laughs> I so do, having fun yeah. that's your favorite exercise i do love powerlifting but i fell away from it for a bit because i've just been so you know moving across the world and, and all that stuff so i really want to get back to that but it's sadly not one of those things that you can just be like oh i'm going to go and deadlift 200 pounds again because 
then I won't be on Raw that week. <laughs> you won't be walking. Like, um, sorry guys, I was an idiot and I won't be at work this week. <laughs> so balance. Mm. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Pet peeve, just people being rude. I just cannot stand people being rude. There's absolutely no need for it. And you don't have to like go out your way to be nice to everybody all day, but it costs absolutely nothing to smile and go, hello. And that, uh, and you know, being from Scotland and being Canadian and knowing what it's like when you're in the States, when you say thank you, to just get your welcome. Oh my God, it's so foreign over there. Right? right. Yeah, is not a response. Thank you. Yep. Yep. That's not, that's, oh, okay. I didn't ask a question. <laughs> uh, okay. Who is your celebrity crush? Celebrity crush. Um... Let me have a think. Who's my celebrity crush right now? Well, Tom Tom Hardy is just like the sexiest person that's ever lived. Obviously, that's a good one. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel confident in that. Let's think. Yeah, I like that. Do you like older men though? I, I like I like oh. a silver fox. Okay. If I'm being honest, but okay. no, no, nobody in particular springs to mind right now. <laughs> Tom Hardy's a safe bet though. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine when he's gonna be oh when he's all grey and sexy. Oh my god. Young and old Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy to be. <laughs> Mm. What is your favorite band or artist? Future Islands. Nice. I did. And Fleetwood Mac. Oh, and Fleetwood. I, I've been on such a Fleetwood Mac journey the past few months. Oh, like, I don't, I don't think I go through a single day without listening to them now. Oh, Stevie knows. Stevie knows. Right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm a big fan of um, Christine um, McVeigh as well. Right. Okay. Do you have a secret vice like drinking a glass of wine in the shower? Doesn't everybody have bath wine? Is that not what everybody... Every, hello, Zane. Hello, darling. <laughs> you should. Everyone should have bath wine. Oh. <laughs> That's your secret voice, making out with your dog on podcast. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Now I have two wrecking balls. Oh, everyone's coming to say hi. It's so it's nice. Okay. <laughs> I am what I am. The, I don't even think I would, it would be considered like, oh, shameful, because I'm like, it is what it is. Love me or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. That's exactly how I am. Right? I think it's a trick question. Like, oh, yeah. I don't have a secret vice. I'm proud of all of this. I, all my vices are out there. Yeah. <laughs> what wrestler has the best entrance music? Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Mm, Absolutely. Classic. What is your drink of choice? I'm a cider drinker, me. Nice. Favorite cider? Oh, so I don't think you get it here in the States, but or actually you might I'll maybe need to do an Amazon and see if you can get it. Um there's this lovely rhubarb cider called Rosy Pig. Oh, it's just so delicious. It's like like a little bit tart and just enough sweetness and <laughs> like, like sound it. Oh, so good. I have to have some. No, but cider is a kind of new newer thing in America, it's still kinda of catching yeah. up, but oh, can't wait get all the the fruity goodness over here (laughs) i do like cider and i do like a rosé cider but i find when they do like the pear ciders or the rhubarb ciders here in in like north america it's too sweet yeah it's like sickly you need you need a you need a tart sweetness for those ones yes everybody (laughs) loves a wee tart (laughs) (laughs) what has been your most embarrassing moment in the ring oh 
I was sick once. I've been okay. I was about to be like, oh, I was sick once. I've been sick a few times. <laughs> oh my god! Little ring barf. One, whatever. One of them was um, yeah, right side right. Whatever. Like there's been a few matches where I've said, hey, if I disappear under the ring, I'm just away being sick. Don't worry. <laughs> Is it because you get excited? No, I think it's. I think it's. I'm just one. I'm gassing. Two, heat exhaustion. Heat exhaustion is a big thing oh. for me, especially when moving to um, a hot country. I'm very good. Yes. Um, luckily, it hasn't happened for a long time though. <laughs> but yeah, there was one time. What one of them was out of like I got uh, dropped on my head and might have been a serious situation. Oh, no. But I was okay. Carried on to wrestle another match that night. But another one was I was in a rumble at the start and I was doing the whole distance and Kaylee came to pick me up and she went, oh, she needs a minute. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Athlete. That's the best. If I disappear from a match, don't worry about it. I'm just having a little sick. I'm just having a little sick. I'll be back. It's fine. <laughs> It was really easy in Japan because they have all those streamers and they throw them under the ring. So you just have a little sick on the streamers and then it goes in the bin anyway. It's fine. Wipe your mouth. (laughs) Okay, that's what. It's amazing. (laughs) Okay, I've got you for this last one. Finish this lyric. Seasons change. And I tried hard just to. Oh my god! Seasons change. You got it. And I've tried hard just to soften you. Seasons change. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where can all the wild ones find you on the interwebs? What is your social media handles? Everybody can find me on Twitter and Instagram. And it's at Dewdrop with a D-O-U-W-W-E. I have discussed my spiritual journey quite a bit in season three of Wild On, but who are the people I actually use when it comes to broadening my spiritual path and forms of divination, meaning tarot cards and crystals and pendulums? Well, that's where the second guest today comes in, Michelle Sanctuary. She's someone I sought out when wanting tarot card readings on a more regular basis. Now, she's unique as she does something called automatic writing, which means she gets into the zone, she taps into spirit in the universe, and while she's pulling your cards, she's also getting messages from the other side, whatever the other side means to you. To me, that means spirit. Please join me with my friend, Michelle Sanctuary, up next. And then one of my best girlfriends, she's been on a spiritual journey and is a medium and has been doing it for 10 years. And then I started to really, really embrace the spiritual journey. So now I'm having all these like, it's it's a wrestling spiritual show, but all the spiritual people I have. So that's how. It's like their first podcast. So it's really exciting that I can do that. Well, I know. I see your thing. It's all wrestlers. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, I don't know if I could pull that off. Absolutely but. <laughs> you can. Um, so that's how you became spiritually awake. Yeah. Well, I... I w- 
So I was always attracted to, let's call them like oddities from a young child. Like I was really into like fairies and I was very attracted to the cult and witchcraft. And I always knew I was a little bit different. I was highly sensitive, but I saw it as a weakness. And the sensitivity in me was never really embraced by the way I was raised. And as you can see by my career choice, it took me a long time to embrace the feminine and the masculine because I'm a professional wrestling firefighter, mom, divorced twice. So I think my spiritual journey started young, but was masked for many years to try to be this person I thought I was supposed to be. And then after divorce number two, I was like, you know, I hit rock bottom in a lot of ways. I reached out to my girlfriend, Chrissy Vane, who is my was my number one spiritual kind of guider. She like booped me on the head, we say. And yeah, yeah, it opened me up to this this new world about myself. And like I've been in therapy for like 10 years and that has its place, of course. But I feel like you do. Like spirituality, like there's no bullshit. Like they, it's like seeing through you, seeing your wounds and being like, okay, sweet, here's your wounds. Now I'm going to stick my hands in them and then we're going to talk about it. <laughs> and that's, you know what? People usually hit rock bottom before they become spiritually. And I mean, like spiritually awake, I mean like it's right in your face and like, let's deal with it. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And All the time. So that's my question for you. How did your journey begin? I'm going to say I was four. Have you heard of astral travel? Astral travel? Uh, enlighten me. So it's when, so when we fall asleep, so our bodies are asleep, right? And they yeah. say every night your soul leaves your body, but you're not consciously aware of it. So when I was a child, yeah, this is the first spiritual thing. Not that when I was four, I was like, that is so spiritual, right? Yeah. But <laughs> I'm coming out of my body, you know? So, <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I was uh, going, or it's usually always around the house. I haven't gone further than outside my house, you know? We yeah. do in our dreams more consciously aware. Right. Which is your dreams is your, the five the fifth dimension, right? So yeah, I was going, I was moving around my house and I think I was freaked out because I was controlling where I was going, but I was like, where's my, you know, where's my mom? Where's my dad? You know what I mean? You're looking around like, you know, when you wake up as like a child in the middle of the night and you're like, you know, everything was there, but they weren't there. It's because you're in a different realm, right? You're in the spiritual realm. So you're not seeing the actual physical. So I was moving around the house everywhere and I couldn't find them. By my bed, there was like this uh, plant and it was moving like this. Oh. And for some reason, I was told just don't don't step on that, right? So, I know, so creepy. So that happened. That was the first thing that happened. And I still remember that to this day. So today, I can still do the same thing in my house. But you could do it too. Interesting. Yeah, I have heard that. Like it's... It's a different level of awareness. Mm -hmm. That's something that I realized later in life that these vivid dreams I always had, I always associated with being like a hyperactive child, having mm -hmm. anxiety. You know, that's what your parents tell you. It's totally like a reasonable explanation. Conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I've, you know, I've really been on this journey for about a year, but just in even the last few months, I realized I really need to keep a, like a dream journal beside my bed. 
because there's so much information in my dreams that you know are premonitions are you know and it's not even about me it's about people I know it's people I've never met but that I I it's really it's like obviously you're so much more honed in and I feel like I'm I'm still very much like everything's turning on so I'm still very much overwhelmed by everything I know isn't it fun so did you do so have you always had vivid dreams always always to the point where I can I can replay it from beginning to end but here's the scary thing I think up until maybe uh, probably even when I had my son all my dreams were always nightmares <laughs> or what I perceived as nightmares because it wasn't like you know riding clouds and eating ice cream cones it was now I actually think it was glimpses from my previous lives. Oh, and that totally happened. And that's something else I've, I've really come into is the fact that a lot of my anger and a lot of my pain for as much therapy and healing work. I'm doing this course called Rising Woman, which is like to heal the relationship with yourself. I really had this aha moment where I'm like, wait a second, this isn't all my pain. This isn't all my anger. Like I didn't bring all of this here. I like I really I really think there's there's more to it. Are you a big believer in we, we we've had previous lives in this meat suit? Oh, oh a million percent. A million percent. Like it's like when you ever come across somebody and you connect immediately. Like you're like, why is it why is it so comfortable? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like why do I feel so comfortable like just back and forth and you already know the person without them even telling you anything and they know you and you're like, Ooh, that's kind of creepy. Like it's kind of like you can see through each other's soul. Yeah. And I don't want to do this just cause it's my podcast, but like the second you popped on, I was like, Oh, we're going to be friends. We're probably. Oh, I, oh, same. I was like, I was like, Oh, she could actually. And by the way, you can read lips pretty good. Eh? I was like, is she actually hearing me? Or? I, I totally, I, but you know what? It's, I, these are the things that I'm not conscientious of where I'm like, I, I, I knew I didn't need you to speak. Like I, I heard you and I, I should realize that that's not normal. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I should tell all our listeners how our relationships developed i didn't just pluck you out of the air is well i kind of did instagram kind i plucked of, you out of up instagram. in the air you know <laughs> we're floating but you know yeah but i i guess like for all the things that i look up on instagram your ads for one of your readings came up and i, I don't know why but i chose you and i was like i would like a reading that is total synchronicity absolutely and yeah. your reading was like I've I've worked with a few different women and it's just strictly my girlfriend Chrissy and strictly you now because you're the only person besides Chrissy who is like spot on. You're going like I'm going through the most challenging dynamic time and every time you do a reading it's always it's it, it's it's been amazing and it's opened up a lot of things in me like my own ability to read tarot my own ability to use a pendulum so i want to say kudos. you use a pendulum i do oh what like how when did you start using it after you read my pendulum okay. <laughs> i'm like uh, i'm like i thought when you had the pendulum you're like what's a pendulum reading i'm like oh she's already got one <laughs> no no it's so real eh yeah. So after you did it, I was like, okay, this is really cool. I, I, the, all the time I've spent in like occult shops, spiritual shops, shops, I've seen pendulums, but I was just like, oh, that's out, that's out of my realm of knowledge. So 
But then when I Googled what the actual process was, I was like, well, it either works or it doesn't. So when you're using it, so it's actually moving for you, right? Oh, goodness. Yeah. And I so I, I go to this one shop near me, the Spiritual Emporium, and it's run by a bunch of local witches. And the woman that owns it, she's always there. She gave me like a tutorial. She's like, you know, it either, you know, this is yes, this is yes. no, uh, or it can be like counterclockwise, whatever. And she's like, if your energy is low, you're bringing low energy into it. And you might like she's not that she follows organized witchcraft, but like she has her own thoughts on things. So for her, she was like, if it's negative, you might be attracting like evil. And I was like, well, I, okay. Like a miscommunication. It's not spirit. I mean, I think that could happen with anything. Right. So whenever you're in a low, low vibration or even thinking negative. Yeah. So when you said you had a lot of nightmares and bad dreams. So that's also attracted if we're thinking negative or if we're anxious or we're so because negative energies they feed off negativity mm. any demonic so anytime you find you're having like a really like even if you're having a really like shitty day and you go have nightmares it's actually they're like feeding off your negativity right so it's projected that way and it, it's incredible mm -hmm. how much like the positive mindset positive manifestation it's so simple like the actual what you're doing is so simple but it, it's amazing how much of a difference it makes oh just like the tiniest things. Like if you do you meditate. I'm trying. Yeah. And yeah. yes. The answer is yes, but not. It, it's a work in progress. It is. I know. <laughs> you know what? That's so funny because that's everybody's response. Because meditating, it's not that fun. No, <laughs> I it mean, sucks. <laughs> I know. Like, especially if you're like, uh, I need to, I could be doing something else right now. Or, yes. Yes. Like, but the benefits of it are outstanding like when you actually keep up with it every day even 10 minutes like it's it literally like it's self-discipline but it actually works well I did it every day for about a week and I it was before the weather went sour on us and I was going down to Lake Ontario and I have this really nice piece on the beach where I was just literally called there one day I was like I'm having a shit day I really need to go to the lake and I sat down on the beach and as soon as I sat down I started uncontrollably like crying but I was able to meditate for the first time in my whole life, like for a full 20 minutes. Wow. And what did you experience? Okay, so here's the craziest thing. I was in the middle of reading this um, angel intuitive book. Oh, yeah. And they're like, you literally just ask, like, who is who's your spirit squad? Like, who's who's with me? Where's my team? And um, I asked, <laughs> like, yeah. he's got my back. Yeah. No, really. <laughs> Be like, were you with with me today or what? <laughs> no, I really just I just asked like, who's my who's my spirit squad? Do I what do I have a guardian angel? What's my guardian angel's name? And it was crazy the amount of like ringing in my ears I was getting. I saw like silhouettes like it was it was very abstract, but it wasn't like the sun was playing tricks on my my like my eyes. You know what I mean? Like it. It was a really enlightening, calming experience. And I was like, I need to do this more. Like, this is so good for me on every level. Yeah. And that's how, yeah, that's how you get, like, insight, right? And your answers. And everyone says, what do you mean? I don't hear anybody talking. I'm like, you know what? You've heard of the Claire's, right? Your psychic Claire's. So yes. that's Claire audience, yes. right? Everyone's like, I don't hear it. I don't see it. And even every medium, majority of them, and... You don't see like how we see, you know, each other that the spirit would show up there. 
You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Chil- children, children do because they're more vulnerable right. and, and animals, right? They see the actual, yeah. you know, but we see, we see the shadow. Yes. And once you open your, your clear audience, you'll hear like a little, you'll hear the spirit talk, especially when you're in an alpha state. Do you know the alpha state? No, please explain. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is exciting. <laughs> so the alpha state, so uh, it's when you're, okay, so you're half asleep, half awake. It's a different level of consciousness. So do you ever notice just as you're waking up, you hear like a song or like something talk in your ear and it, yep. you're kind of like half, you're just half asleep, half awake. So in that state is when they're able to talk to you. So you can forcibly put yourself in an alpha state, but it happens naturally when you're just waking up or if you're just falling asleep. That's when they say when you're meditating before you fall asleep and you see the images. Yeah. It's in your mind's eye. It's not like you're opening your eyes and you're seeing it above your bed (laughs) because everyone's like, I don't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I think people expect like this really Hollywood like exact image like a strong sound and it's like so not like that (laughs) no it's not it's it's you okay so when you ask a question to spirit it's if you're lucky enough you'll hear it and have you heard a spirit talk you have right I have because it's I realize it's not my voice it's so stupid it takes you a minute to sort it out like it's not you through clear audience or through like the thoughts that come no through through the thoughts I haven't heard a voice yeah I haven't heard a voice okay so when you do it kind of sounds like this it kind of like whispers in a note because it's a different frequency Ah. so it won't be like us talking to each other and we're gonna hear that clearly it would be like a little like uh, you know what I mean Ah. like it's very soft-spoken but that's when you get the ringing in your ear Okay. That they're trying to talk to you at that frequency or is when they're sending you a download and you get the thought. So for you, how long have you been like an actual practitioner where this is something that you, you know, make a business of, you, you're yeah. really excellent at? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so three years. Wow. Just three years now. That's yeah. great. It, it just came to me and I just, yeah, actually, no, I was at work and I was like, I am so bored. <laughs> I created like I just had this thought and and what's your like nine to five so I work in a dental office doing administration oh yeah oh but it's it's yeah but it's no (laughs) no you know what so my editor and producer and she's like my right hand creative woman and I think she's been on a bit of a spiritual journey this past year she just retired from being an administrative person at a dental office so I feel like (laughs) Yes, so I was able to. So that's where I started. So I was able to cut my hours to part-time, luckily, because the business is growing. But when I was doing that full nine to five, yeah, I was just sitting there and I was like, oh my God, like colors, like usually like clairvoyance and mediums, you're attracted to like all the pretty colors and like magical things. And I'm like, I'm like, I want to be in a different world. (laughs) Something pretty. I'm like, you know, I was on Instagram, like... In the bathroom, you know, because God yep. forbid you're on your phone, right? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> in some place. It depends where you go and who you're with, right? Of but uh, uh, yeah, I was in the bathroom and I, was, <laughs> I just started making, like, if anyone sees my very, very initial post or like, I don't know, it was like a cartoon, like, not cartoon, yeah, kind of animated, like a big green tree for the heart chakra and a big, uh, 
I don't know, a pineapple. They say pineapple opens your third eye too. It was just like different things I started like putting out there, but I didn't think it would start. I didn't think it would turn into what it turned into. You know what I mean? It just kind of like went from there. Yeah. That's amazing. So it was totally like it was the universe path and you followed it and. That's what happened. And I started it. I mean, like yourself, when you hit like rock bottom. Yeah. So it's coming out of like a toxic relationship, right? And, and when you're in a bad, you're in a bad relationship, you're not really focusing on like your own interests or you're not listening no. to it, especially if it's a toxic one. Yeah. And I think I've read something like on your social media, you posted about like a, a previous partner really like shitting on the fact that you're into spiritual line stuff and into like witchcraft and they were not supportive. And that was the same in my past relationship. It was like, you know, it's not something we talk about. Like, this is not acceptable. <laughs> you're going to sound nuts. Yeah, yeah you're going to sound nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I sound nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I know. It was like, it's it's just like oh it's hocus pocus you know what I mean or like you're nuts or like you know what I mean like come on and I know especially because there's that stigma of witchcraft but it's not it's it's what your what your intent is when you're using witchcraft you know what I mean like you could use it for positive intention if you're putting like a hex on somebody yeah that's that might attract like a satanic vibe <laughs> for sure you know but I, that's that's like the big misconception but that's like western society of drowning or hanging or burning powerful women is demonizing them because witchcraft is not about hexing it's not about black magic that's actually a totally different sect about uh, of witchcraft that neither me nor you nor anyone i associate with you know i, I don't imagine you dabble in no, not at all. No. I mean, I might have thoughts about people that, you know. Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. Because you're I, a human. Can I, can I flip them on their on their back with my eyes right now? Of course. Of course. <laughs> you know? But, you know, and that's but, the thing, too, is there has to be light and dark. And most witches, like, I don't want that shit coming back to me. I got stuff to do. Oh, no. It, it's, it's, it's a karmic relationship. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. You, if you do some wrong to somebody, it'll come back to you. Even even if you notice in your life, if you do like little things, not that you're the devil or anything, but if you do something, <laughs> in a, <laughs> something where somebody did it to you, you're like, oh my God, like what a bitch. But you're like, oh my God, I did that to somebody before. Not yeah. horrible, you know what I mean? But like something that you're like, oh my God, that's how it feels. Or it's <laughs> somebody tre- treats you a certain way or says something like, uh, who do you think you are? And they're like, uh, you did the same thing. I'm like, Oh my god, that's so <laughs> horrible. <laughs> yeah, there's total yeah. shade in the yeah. witchcraft world too. Like we gotta be careful. Oh, a hundred percent. You gotta like protect yourself. But there's the light and dark. People think when you go into spirituality that it's all like love and light. And yeah, it is love and light, but they think it's just you have to have a perfect balance of actually positive and negative. Because otherwise, your your energy, it's not going to be balanced. I just had goosebumps because I actually had that written down. I was like, you know, people really want to think that spirituality is like really woo-woo and everyone's light and love. And it's like, no. I'd say 95% of us got to this place where we are as spiritual people because we were doing the shadow work. Like, we're looking. I wish it was all light and love. But that's mm. that we're not here for that reason. We're healing like 
For me, I know it's about the generational trauma that my lineage has suffered stops with me and I'm doing the work. And yep. I'm sure that's exactly what it is. Ugh. And I just got the spiritual chills. You know what the spiritual chills are? Yeah, because right? I keep getting them when okay. I talk to you, and I only get them when I talk to a few people. Because you, you're, it's like spiritual high fives. Yeah, yeah. No, I said that to somebody. I was, oh, I don't know where I was, but it wasn't a spiritual environment. I forget where the heck I was, and I was like, the spiritual chills. They said, "What the chills? Are you sick?" I said, "No." The spiritual chills. They're like. What are the spiritual chills? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I don't have COVID. Don't have COVID. <laughs> and so for you, you also incorporated, uh, you incorporate automatic writing, which is, I didn't know that was part of your like tarot readings. How, how did that come into play? So yeah, so mediums have different sources of how they, how they read things, right? So for me, I have like a, like a tad of ADHD. So in order to get those messages, you have to be, (laughs) I guess you know where I'm going with this, but yeah, I get it. So you have to be in a complete meditative state, right? So if I have somebody in front of me, like talking to them, I'm, I'm going to be interacting with them and have like, you know what I mean? So (laughs) I need to be in like, (laughs) close everything down and automatic writing. So I don't know if you've heard about it. So like you get the thoughts it automatically comes through and I'm writing it down right away. Whatever's coming, I'm writing it, I'm writing it. Um, But as I'm looking at the tarot card, the thoughts are coming through. So I'm using my clairvoyance ability to pick up on it. And then uh, through your mind's eye, so that's your imagination, that's where you start seeing like random like pictures sometimes. And, but I've, yeah, I've always got the thoughts and I started writing or typing them down like that. Yeah. It's it really is quite incredible because I think that's what differentiates you between people that do you know your standard tarot reading is I felt yours was very personal and I had no idea you were also doing this automatic writing because uh, I think it was our last uh, your last reading that I did with you uh, my granddad came through and I didn't I had no idea that you you are one that can touch base with the other side as well. Yep. So recently I connected with a mentor because I'm still, I still learn things too, right? Ever long. Right. It doesn't stop. So I'm like, Hmm, I want to, I want to advance at this and actually start seeing more in my mind's eye because tarot is not a systematic, uh, thing that you do. So it's not, a lot of them have like, this is what this card means. And this is what this card means. But um, it's just a tool to enhance your clairvoyance. Uh, yes. So it's whatever you feel. Let's right. say you see like, you know, a duck or something, right? <laughs> I don't know what I think. You see a duck. You're like, oh my God, that duck means I'm going somewhere to right. a different land. Right. But somebody else sees the duck and they're like, oh, they're stuck. Like they keep, you know, they're right. They're, they're floppy or I don't know, whatever. Everybody, you have different, different uh, perceptions of yeah. things. So the same is... <laughs> The same is with the tarot cards. So whatever you feel the tarot card means, then that's what it means. And you're using your other senses. You're using, uh, so like the spiritual chills, you're getting actually, like, do you ever notice if uh, you're doing something and you have to keep moving your hair out of your face yep. or something, you have to touch your, you know, you feel like something's, like, why did I get a random thing there? So they say that's when spirit guide is actually close to you. So if you ever ask a question, and they come like, 
Yep. I'm like, oh, or they're kind of poking you like, yeah, <laughs> stop asking me. <laughs> it's amazing. I usually get that right before I go to sleep. If I get it and it's so strong because I think it's like I've actually turned everything off and I'm just so vulnerable. And I've had it where I swear bugs are like falling on my forehead. Yes. Yes. That's what it is. And you're like, I'm completely still. How, how, how is my, how is my hair going like? Yeah. <laughs> or your, like the- or your blanket. Just like, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I've had anything like the exorcist where I've heard stories of it, but how that, you know, your blankets come right off. But I felt like, you know, just a little yeah. bit of a tiny, tiny pull. Like, you know, just a couple inches. But that's spirit. That's spirit connecting with you. I I think the other part of me that I turned off because I, I didn't know what to do with it is I think I've I've always been sensitive to uh, homes and the energies left in homes. So when I was a teenager, if I walked into a home, I could be like instantly overwhelmed and I could tell you if something terrible happened there, if someone died or if someone died of natural causes in the house. But I got to a point where I was starting to have, I don't even know what to call it, but like uh, I stayed at a fire hall one time and it used to be an old city hall with one jail cell in the basement, totally haunted, like no bones about it. Yeah. And And our dorm was the old hayloft. And when I went to sleep, I fell asleep on my stomach and it li- I should preface that there was an old story of one of the inmates hanging themselves in that cell. And it was probably from like the early 1800s. And when I went to bed, I went to sleep on my stomach and it literally felt like someone was stepping on my back. And I was half in a dream state, half awake, but awake enough that I was like, I physically actually can't move. You're aware. Yeah. And it wasn't sleep paralysis because I was trying to get up and I couldn't. I've had a lot of experiences like that. And now that I've kind of started to reawaken, I have that thing where it looks like people are like running in my peripheral and it's just for a second. And I'm like, I know I see you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What do you, what do you want? (laughs) Yeah. Like if you want to talk. It is in your peripheral. Yeah. Is that what you, um, did it start like that for you or you still see that? Through my peripheral, through shadows. Oh, I still see it. Yeah. I still see it, you but I get my, so I get my strongest messages through my dreams, like, like you did. So I'm like basically a dream medium. Oh, wow. Because during the day, yeah, you got to really focus to get, like I said, you got to get in that meditative state for all those messages, but they say it's hardest to read for yourself, for anybody. It's hardest to read for yourself. Wow. We get all our messages for ourselves, but sometimes we go... Like, yeah. is that, is that, is that real? Is that what it means? As opposed, yeah. cause you're using your own thoughts and your own emotions, right? But if somebody yeah. else tells you, we do reading for somebody else. We're like, you know, this is what it is, but yeah, we get something for ourselves in our dream, like a message. We're like, we wake up and we're like, yeah, but I don't think so. Like, cause logically, yeah. logically X, Y, Z, but I, I would say about 80% of my dreams come true in a different way. Wow. Yeah, so that's constantly. And I started drinking mugwort. Oh, have you? Have you heard of it? Oh, I have mugwort, like, on my desk. But I, uh, like, I do a lot of, like, candle candle spells. And yeah. uh, I use mugwort a lot, but I've never, like, so did you just, like, literally buy mugwort <laughs> and you drink it? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to chase the, I, no. I don't want to chase the green fairy. <laughs> this girl eats mugwort. No, um... Mugwort tea. 
So, so tea, mugwort tea. Can you just get, you can't just get that anywhere. Not anywhere. And you know what? <laughs> it's like, why do you, have you heard of Buddha teas? Mm-hmm. Buddha teas, Buddha teas, you know, they have oh, the, yeah. little, the notes on their teas, you know, a bunch of different color boxes. So a lot of places that sell it, they'll sell like every kind except oh. mugwort. I'm like, <laughs> Like, there's some sort of, do you know what I'm saying? Like, well, there, I'm There's like, got to be a reason for that. They say, like, it's it's safe enough to use, but they're saying, like, oh, there's a little part of that that can make you, like, hallucinate. But really, it's opening your third eye, right? Right. But uh, you can order it online. But okay. what I do and what I've done is buy, so you have mugwort, yeah. the herb. Okay. So uh, I get a pot, and I put, like, your, your cup of water in the pot, and then put the mugwort in there. And then steam it, and then pour it into your mug, like to strain out the, uh, the yeah yeah. Though. And then drink it before you go so, to bed. And then tell me what happens. I bought mugwort from a witchcraft store in Toronto, and it said right on the packaging because I was like, "Ooh, I want to drink this." It says right on the packaging, "Do not consume." And I'm like, no. <laughs> "But you're saying otherwise." So I know. I, know. I think it's fine. You know. <laughs> Michelle said it's fine. <laughs> I, th- I think it's fine. <laughs> like nothing's happened to me so I'm like besides getting more vivid dreams right but you know I uh it was really funny because yeah it's hard to get it but they do sell mugwort tea you just certainly find it yeah but you can get it online but so I ran out of it so I walked into like a metaphysical store I'm like do you guys have like mugwort tea and she's like well we have mugwort I'm like can I put it like I want it for the tea though can I make tea with it and they're like yeah "Hmm." I'm like, that's a good question. <laughs> they're looking at the bank themselves because nobody's ever asked them that. No. <laughs> I've totally, the bank. like. And she's like, and she's like mm, well, like, I guess that's how they make mugwort tea. They use the herb, right? I'm like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, right? That's how tea is the tea bag with all the herbs in it. So I'm like, we'll find out. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm, I'm, I, I've got enough mugwort that I could definitely make some tea. So, giddy up! <laughs> it opens your third eye like crazy. That's an interesting thing. Like I uh, am the type of person that I've always had a glass of wine or two at night, and I—that's been something that's been totally naturally eliminated. The wine? Yeah. <gasps> like, do you know what? What? So that that has. <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> so, what do so, you know? <laughs> so, a lot of people that are spiritual or even become more spiritually awake have actually naturally their body does not want anything unnatural in their system. And alcohol, like I used to, I wasn't no like by no means an alcoholic, but I would drink like yourself, like a couple drinks, and you know, like I don't know, like. Once or twice a week. Like, you know, you have a couple drinks, right? Oh, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Once in a blue moon, I'll still, like, you know, I'll For have a couple sure. drinks. But that blocks your senses. And it was totally, uh, like, an unconscious thing. I was literally drinking my wine at night, and I was like, I don't even want this. I don't want this, and it's so habitual. And I just, I, I've never turned, but now I'm drinking tea all the time. And I'm... <laughs> Like, I'm like, um, 
I'm gonna be in bed by like eleven. Totally. And I have to have have to have my tea so I can have my psychic dreams. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> you can have your you can have your low vibrational hungover day tomorrow. That's it. <laughs> and that's what I think it was. It was I thought like. You know, I've only ever had like a glass two max every single night when I'm not working, of course. And, you know, by midday, I was like, I can't say it was hungover, but it was really affecting my energy. And I think that was like my internal energy, my conscious energy. Like it was, yeah, it's pretty amazing. And I, I've heard that and I've read about it before. Like your body is literally like, Mm-mm. like you got no. other shit to do. Like, <laughs> and especially if you're spiritual and it's like when you drink, I feel like. Things just go out of control, and it has yeah. to do with all those energies in you that are like, yeah. your energy is like, no, what are you I'm doing so... to my body? How out are you? Because I really have just, I'd say in the last couple of episodes, I'm like, I'm out to everybody about my, my life path, my choices. It's kind of like coming out with your sexuality in a way, being a spiritualist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you mean how open am I yeah. with it? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell everybody. Yeah, I don't I don't care what uh, environment I'm in. I like to end every podcast with my top 10 tailor-made questions. It's kind of like a speed round type thing and I ask everybody, a spiritual person, man, woman, wrestler. So are you ready to play? Let's play. <laughs> okay, name <laughs> name one beauty product you cannot live without. One beauty product I cannot live without. I don't know, like cover up sometimes. I don't Perfect. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what what is your favorite exercise? My favorite exercise yoga. Ah. Yoga, definitely yoga. Oh yeah. What is your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve? Yeah. A liar. Do Definitely you, you, a liar. Can you feel the energy shift when someone lies? A hundred percent. Yeah. It, it just bought it, like... it. It pisses me off when they can't. When they can't. When I know they're lying, but they're still not admitting to whatever they're doing, right? But yeah, definitely a liar. <sighs> I have so much I want to say on that, but I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush? I really like Gerard Butler. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good one. He's my fave. Yeah. Who is your favorite band or artist? Who's my favorite band or artist? Um, you know what? To be honest with you, I don't have one. I like so many random types of music and artists, so I don't have one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> An eclectic. I appreciate that. Yes. That's me. And it's because we've had so many lives. <laughs> you know what? I had a reading with somebody once, a medium, and she asked me that. She's like, because I kind of seem like this, that. And she's like, what's your do you have like a favorite type of music? And I said, I like everything. And she said, people that have lived a lot of lives, like you said, you're all, you like, you have an open interest about everything. I'm so weird. Like I really like heavy music. I really like hip hop, but I also really, really love classical music. I played the cello for 10 years. Like wow. I, yeah, I'm all over the place. Like I want to yeah. go to like a metal concert, but I also want to go to the orchestra. And I can only imagine that that's that. And that's, yeah, that's something definitely that. spiritual. Yeah, music and art. Music and art. And that's one other thing. It probably took me up until this past year to realize that, like, I'm not crazy and emotional and weird. I'm actually just a creative person and there's nothing wrong with it. No. Totally accepting that. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I'm, I'm just special. That's all. <laughs> that's what it yeah. is. A good special. 
<laughs> yes, a good special. Do you have a secret vice like drinking a glass of wine in the shower? There's a lot of those, but <laughs> if there's you. one, if there's one I can share, that's appropriate. Yeah. Um, it, it would be probably like okay. So they say to enhance your psychic energy, you listen to music. Yeah. Right. So every day I usually, everyone's like, I'm always like, they're like, well, what time? I'm like, I don't know, probably one. They're like, like, why don't we, why don't we, why don't we, why don't you want to get going in the morning? And I'm like, ah. I do this whole ritual for like three hours in the morning. And one of them is dancing by myself. That's to probably one of my favorite my things to do, in. as silly as it is. <laughs> yeah. Really? I know. And you're just dancing in circles in the house and nobody's there and you're just... It's, it's love. I love that's it. how you get your energy way up. Like that's how you get that vibration way up. I hope you all enjoyed that episode as much as I did. And literally I was so lost in the conversation about Kim's journey of spirituality and how it came in line during COVID, but actually helped really elevate her professional wrestling career in arguably the most stressful wrestling company there is known worldwide. And you guessed it, that is WWE. It literally took the full 35 minutes, maybe even longer, where I thought, you know, Kim, you're a really big star. We should probably talk about where your star power stems from. And that's on WWE's Raw. But it just, it didn't feel aligned with the conversation. This was so much bigger than professional wrestling. This was building my coven of professional wrestling witches and how we use the scales of manifestation, lighting candles, positive thinking, and crystals to find our higher selves. I'm sure I've lost some of you. Some of you may have gotten just a chuckle. Some of you may have been enlightened. I don't know. Whatever it is, you're still listening. So thank you. You're always going to get something a little different weekly from Wild On, where we get wild on Wednesdays than any other professional wrestling podcast out there today. But I could not and I would not want to do this podcast without my badass punk rock girl band, the Wild On Team. The Wild On Team. Holy shit. Okay. My right hand woman, my queen, my sister, my. I don't know what the hell I'd do with my life if I didn't have her editor and producer, Rochelle Duras, my marketing queen specialist, Madison Golshani, and our sound engineer from Stu from Stuper Kicks. This is going well. From Super Kicked Wrestling Studios in Toronto, Matteo Seza. Thank you guys. I love you. But until next week. Stay calm and wild on. Let's get wild!